We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast, the Anoa Boys are in the building. My name is Sean Davis, that dude, the original Lucky Lefty himself, Malik Zaire. We are brought to you and featuring Anoa Whiskey, AnoaWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoaWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, by all means, make sure that you do so. Responsibly. You definitely have to do it responsibly. Got a lot to get to because left. Missed out on yesterday's conversation, so we have to give him an opportunity. He's going to talk about his Heisman odds. He's going to talk about Sam Hartman. Will he be a top five quarterback in college football? And then Malik's going to give his top five quarterbacks in college football and his top five offenses in college football. That should be pretty interesting. Then we're going to jump from that into how the Notre Dame offense is going to develop, assuming that Sam Hartman is the starting quarterback. With the running backs and the offensive line that they have, how many passes should Sam Hartman throw per game? How many passes should Sam Hartman throw per game? The Lucky Lefty Podcast question of the day. Of the day. Yeah, we're going to get into that. We start off with breaking news, though. Georgia has turned into come win a title and then go get your bag. Come win a title and go get your bag. For the second straight year, a productive wide receiver in the playoffs jumps in the portal. A.D. Mitchell, a wide receiver from Georgia who scored touchdowns in all four college football playoff matchups for Georgia. Big-time player, clutch player, wins his two titles and jumps in the portal to go get his numbers and build up that bag opportunity for the NFL. Breaking news about 40 minutes ago, Oklahoma State quarterback transfer, Spencer Sanders, lands with Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. What the heck happens with Jackson Dart? They just got Walker Howard, who transferred from LSU, to commit to Ole Miss. That Ole Miss quarterback room is crazy, but there's no left. 
it, it's, it's insane. We're going to talk about that to start. But don't forget, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown, all of our great content, State of Recruiting. I got John Garcia Jr. just dropped an incredible show, giving his top five transfers in top college five? football. Top five transfers in college football. Hold on, and, I got to get this. I got to get this. I got, I'm still here. I'm still here. And Notre Dame has someone on the list. I'll go ahead and tease that for our brother, John Garcia Jr. Along with our content, it's over at CFB Nation. Apple Podcasts and Spotify, once again, it's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We We spin spin it. it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Left, what do you think about Spencer Sanders ending up at Ole Miss? I think what you're seeing now is the trend of quarterbacks chasing the good coaching programs and the good coaches in college football that's getting guys to the league, getting guys winning Heismans and having chances to be seen at the next level. And we've seen guys uh, be fortunate when they've 
may not have chosen the number one school like Alabama, Ohio State, or Georgia, or Notre Dame, but they're going to a place that has a great coach. And that great coach is usually turning those guys out into the league, a draft pick, or um, ready to win a championship. So Spencer Sanders with a fifth year, he's like, where can I go to prepare for the league? Where can I go to to play in a great conference uh, against competition to get me ready for the NFL, the closest thing to it? Where can I go to be on the center stage? I know Lane Kiffin going to have Ole Miss Wright. And then where can I go to really uh, improve my skill amongst the competition in the SEC is a great place for that. And a lot of it is the Lane Kiffin factor of, He's going to get him ready. He's seen what he did with Matt Corral and at Ole Miss, and he's seen just the history of what Lane Kiffin has mean to college football. So he's like, I'm getting in line with that, and I don't blame him. Bro, I don't know, man. I think Lane is like – I'm just going to get – hopefully one of these quarterbacks can be the quarterback. That could help me beat Alabama, help me beat yeah. LSU. At this point, he's just grasping for straws, man. Hoping one of the three can do it for him. I mean, really? so you know. Well, Walker will be a, a project. He'll be good in the next two years. Spencer Sanders only got a year. And then Jackson Dart, I mean, you better. Hit the portal again? Win your job. I mean, no, wait a minute. Spencer Sanders is almost like Sam Hartman. Like, you can lip service competition all you want to, but Spencer Sanders isn't going to miss Ole Miss without some type of guarantee. Spencer Sanders is getting a guarantee of having a coach that's going to get him to the league if he plays under him. That's facts. I think that's the the best – possibility that Spencer Sanders probably thought about, especially because a lot of these schools have been taken up. I mean, he's been in the portal for a minute. And I don't know how many visits he's been on, but some of them, I mean, you know, Nebraska's gone, Wisconsin's gone. You know, a lot of these schools have been taken after the signing day and these young quarterbacks committing. So I think Spencer Sanders is probably hoping for a Georgia call maybe. You know, because Stetson Bennett was leaving. But at the end of the day, I think he made the best decision considering his his place in college football and where he can go. I think him being at a, a program that's in the middle of the road, like Oklahoma State, I think he's been there, done that. And I think that if he was going to be again on a middle-of-the-road team, at least be with a coach that he knows that if he – got the right combination where he can really be something, uh, something special. So, uh, you know, when you in this transfer portal, is really a business decision, especially if you have one year. And I think that, yo, know, process uh, mentally changes on what you're looking forward to and what you're looking for uh, after you've been in the experience. If you've never been in the experience, you 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 don't know what you're basing some of these decisions off of. But being five, four or five years in already, you like, I specifically know what I'm looking for and I'm going for it regardless of 
uh, circumstance, and I think he found it in Lane Kiffin. You think this move is more about, interestingly, you talked about middle-of-the-road teams. It came down reportedly, according to Chris Lowe from ESPN, it was between Ole Miss and Auburn, who has a new head coach. Do you think this move is more about Jackson Dart or more about Spencer Sanders? Uh, for Lane Kiffin? Yeah. Um, I think the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, the, those cookies are kind of overrated. We got them here in Chicago. They kind of overrated. Like sometimes you do too much on top of a cookie, bro. Sometimes you can do way oh, too sure. much. We can talk about it. We can debate that. Another question of the day. Let us know in the chat. Can you do too much? You really ruin you really ruin the crumble cookie like that? Bro, I'm just telling you. They have some that are okay, and then they have some that are just way too much. I prefer insomnia cookies myself over. Okay. Okay. That's a that's a good little trade-off. So but But still, Sean, I mean, good grief. Oh my fault. I wasn't trying to discrumble. It's not like they're canes (laughs) that put zero seasoning on their chicken fingers. Here we go, cause cause Chick Fil A does, huh? Dog Canes is awful. I digress. It's though. the sauce, man. Man, dude, the votes are coming in, bro. The okay. votes are coming in. The votes, the votes are coming in. The votes are coming in. Votes. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. The votes are coming in. See, you gave him a comparative story. You didn't talk straight about the cookie being good or not. You no, no, no. Look, man, I just had an experience with Crumble. And, you know, my mom, you know, she went downtown and got some from downtown Chicago, came, brought them back. You know, I'm simple. Oatmeal, raisin, chocolate chip. I don't need all that. When you start putting Fruit Loops on top of cookies and all that, it's just doing See, that's how they do the donuts. They ruined it for me. Stands, right? Stan's Donuts does something similar to that. So, look, I'm cool, man. As long as you can make a fantastic glazed donut, you got me. <laughs> you got Just, me. I like the twist. If you can make a classic twist, we in business. Another food segment brought to you by the Lucky <laughs> Lucky Podcast. <laughs> we spin it different. <laughs> but back to Jackson Dark, Spencer Sanders, and Lane Kiffin. Yeah. You feel like it's more about Jackson Dart not getting it done for Lane and what Lane sees in him? I definitely think for a guy like Lane and being a maniacal OC coach that he is, he's looking for, like you said, options. And he's going into the season not dying on one or the other. So if Jackson, a hot or cold Dart, is going to be hot or cold, he definitely can feel as though he has guys in the saddle that won't miss a beat in threat of him being an average middle-of-the-road team. I think he's battling being mediocre and finding that quarterback, which you need to be able to compete with a Georgia and Alabama in that conference. Now, dude, this is funny. (laughs) Gino said the Girl Scouts are modern-day drug pushers. Dude, Girl Scout cookies are banging. That's a they fact. are banging. They are banging. But they hustle their butt off, though. They man. do. They do. But once again, just give me some shortbreads, bro. Really? Just give me some shortbreads and a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Dude, I'm not hard to please, bro. My wife will tell you. I'm not hard to please. 
The lemon, the lemon ones are my favorite. Oh, the lemon ones are man, fantastic, right? Um, the stripes. Mm. My wife loves those. A lot of people I know love the peppermint joints. Yeah, they they go crazy for the peppermint joints. They yeah. they they good and everything, but mm. yeah, they love the peppermint joints. And then I think the other one they like is like the coconut Samoas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, they always get you. And I have like three or four kids that get me every time. It's either the Girl Scout cookies or beginning of the year they come with the fundraiser. You know what I mean? That sheet of candies, right? They got the turtles, the Reese cups, the popcorn. And, 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 I, and I think it's a microcosm of what we really talking about when it comes to Lane Kiffin. He just loves his Girl Scout cookies. Woo. Okay. He thought he had the shortbread with Jackson Dart. He said, I got the classic all-American, can't go wrong, four, five-star. He's all-world projected. Mm -hmm. Didn't get it done. So he said, let me go get a Samoa in, in uh, Spencer uh, Spencer Sanders. So now so now I got – I like both of them. Yeah. But, but they two different jobs. They get two different jobs. Maybe Samoas are good – at an office work party. And then maybe the shortbreads are good at the kids' birthday party. See, so I got I got different flavors, but it's still Girl Scout cookies. And one thing we know about uh Lane Kiffin's that he loves his Girl Scout cookies if they're quarterbacks. <laughs> These Girl Scout cookies are quarterbacks. He got him three boxes. He got him the peppermint with Walker Howard. He put them in the freezer. That's why you're not going to see him next year. Mm -hmm. He put them in the freezer because they taste better when they sit there for a year. But he, then he said, you know, let me try that Samoas with Jackson, uh, 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 with Spencer Sanders. Because I, I've been taking the shortbread to the party or the work parties all last year. And it wasn't getting me no good reviews. They wasn't reaching for my dessert first. I got to compete with the brownies, you know. The M&M cookies, the snickerdoodles. I need some pizzazz because the shortbreads ain't stacking up because they start getting freaky over there. They start doing the, the cookie with the brownie mix. Mm -hmm. How you going to compete with that? They hit you with the cupcakes with the with the with the with the uh, cream cheese or the yeah, the cream cheese filling, not the regular. The cream cheese filling. So the desserts start getting crazy. So the shortbreads aren't going to cut it. So you say, you know what you need to do? He said, I need to get me some Samoas. So now I'm going with two. Mm. I'm giving you options. So maybe one of them can win the prize. And that's all. Lane, Lane Kiffin just loves his Girl Scout cookies. And, and the shortbreads wasn't stacking up to the the combo desserts that people was throwing out at the work party and he didn't want to take them all home, you know, cause that's the embarrassing part where you got to clean up your little, your little plate. Nobody, <laughs> nobody touched. <laughs> you know, that's the worst. Well, you know, that's the worst, right? Potluck, everybody brings something and what you bring, no one touches. You, Especially you during just, the holidays. I want to take some home. Ain't nobody want to take none home. <laughs> You didn't bring no Tupperware. You thought people was going to eat it all. So you, you're not playing. Don't no taking it back. 
Now you gotta take it all back with you to the crib. <laughs> now you try to leave it in the work fridge in case somebody. Hey, I'm gonna just leave it in there in case somebody you know want right. to up later. Just in the break room, just sit down the table. Nobody's touching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe somebody get some for their kids or something on the way out. Oh, man. A little snack or something for, for next week. <laughs> Lucky Lefty podcast on last year. <laughs> it was Burton that left and went to Alabama. And A.D. Mitchell now leaves Georgia. I think that's pretty dope, though. It's it cool. is dope to be able to win, win national championships, get it out of the way, and then, you know, now go I'm ahead. Go to some middle-of-the-road team and stack up yards. Let me ask you something. And I ask this because something's happened. There was a uh, a recruit for the University of Illinois, Brad Pajemski, a kid out of Wisconsin, lefty, sweet shooting lefty. He couldn't get on the court for Illinois last year. And he decided to transfer from Illinois, and he's at Santa Clara now. Now this dude is being looked at for the NBA draft. Mm. And people are saying, you know, this might be a trend Instead of kids trying to go from power five to power five, go from power five to mid-major, a situation where you can get shots, you can get opportunity to flourish, show your wares, and then if you want to transfer back into the power five to a good situation or go to the league, then do that. Burton went from Georgia to Alabama. Do you think it will ever be a good situation for a kid to win national championships, go to Georgia, but then go to, let's say, a French school on the outside? Let's say he goes to Duke, right, with Riley Leonard, up-and-coming young quarterback. Duke really doesn't have a number one receiver. Like, could you see something like that? being done where a kid is like, yo, I got my championships. Now I'm trying to find me a spot when I could really go to work. I really believe that's the smartest option, but it's really the, the confidence and the belief in the player himself. A lot of these players are good in systems. I think for a kid like him to be in a system where it wasn't primarily a passing offense, mm. but to be productive in, in big moments is a, is a huge a compliment, but I don't know if he can run routes. I mean, I don't think Georgia really ran too many intricate type of routes other than go routes and some slants and some bubbles. So maybe he's like Caleb Smith where he's like, man, I'm trying to run some options and some digs and some overs and some stuff and and really find uh, that intricate uh, level of offense that can get my game ready for the next level because I think he's thinking beyond – uh, just being a, a dominant receiver in college football just because he's like, I won a championship twice. If yeah. I can just go get paid a million dollars like Caleb Williams, you know, go to Eastern Michigan, why not? You know, right. I know get the rock and a million dollars. Or like the Lawrence Keys route where he ends up at Tulane. Now, I think Lawrence Keys was more like going home, but – Still, because I think he's from Louisiana. Louisiana, but, yeah. But still, like going to a situation like that, well, it's enough. Better. You're on the radar enough. Yeah. Where if you do your business and take care of business, 
it's a good look for you, especially going to the next level. So I'll be interested in seeing where A.D. Mitchell lands. Um, Maybe he goes to Notre Dame. No, he got he got no he got one year left, right? No, he's just a sophomore, so he would have two yeah. left. Yeah, we ain't taking him. <laughs> yeah, man, we're taking finished products. All I know is when they get in the big games, hey, he scores touchdowns. That's all I know. That's all I know. Lucky Lucky Podcast. I got Lilo Galante said Malik the Wolfgang Puck a podcast. Sports. <laughs> there we go. I don't think it's food good though. You know, you went to that airport. I mean, Bro, went to Vegas. I don't think it's that good, dude. I told I think you, the little Jamaican spot down the street from my crib better than that, dude. I got this Jamaican spot called Exclusive Jerk. Mm. That's in Chicago Heights, fam. They never, they never miss. They never miss. Never, never. never. Is it spicy or is it sweet spicy? No, it's right on the ledge. Okay. So they give you a decision. <laughs> they give you a decision. It's right on the ledge, bro. And then they give you the sauce, and they say, "Okay, if you want it to go over the ledge, go ahead and jump off with this sauce. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to stay cool." Straight, nice, moist, well seasoned, cooked perfectly. They never, yeah. man. They That's always miss. With a beef patty in there, man. Somewhere. If you come to Chicago, find exclusive jerk. It's a nice little hole in the wall, but I'm telling you, it's that business. It's that business. Um, we talked about that Jaden Rashada situation. You're out there. You've watched this kid play. You know him. Did he play himself? I think once the number, I mean, how can he play himself? Because he didn't make up the numbers, did he? He had eight in the pocket, though. He had eight in the pocket in Miami. I would have chosen Miami over Florida just on GP. But they must have told him 13. That's why he decided not to anyway. Dude, look. Miami would have paid it though. Man, if I was if I was his dad, I would have treated that like a like a you know what? Like, man, show me the money. Open the bag. <laughs> What's in the bag? Right. Go ahead, open it up. Like all this talk. Make those sudden movements. Open that bag. <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> Is it all there? Yeah, it's all there. So it's all there. All right. They had to do the head to the uh, in the movie. They they did a taste. Right. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Good. Right. It's good. Yeah, that's that pure. That's that pure. <laughs> but I think he definitely, you know, got greedy in the process. But shoot, like you said, it's the wild, wild west still. You're probably not gonna see something like this after the changes in 2024. So it's still unwritten rules. So I'm sure it was a lot of lip service. Uh, I mean, I mean, a little bit. I would have been like, all right, that's too good to be true. We ain't even yeah. taking no damn, no damn snap shit. Y'all talking about 13? What? <laughs> I know he nice. <laughs> I know he nice. But if eight was, if I saw eight in the bag, I probably would have signed yeah. and delivered. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. And just. Burn the hand is better than two in the bush, right? Huh? 
Bird in the hand is better than two in the bush, right? Yeah, I'm like, cause come on, like who's really doing this for real? They just they know this is a ridiculous uh concept to pay a quarterback never to play in college football on a mediocre team, by the way. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't like he going to Georgia. Well, we just know they're gonna be good. So whoever plug in there, mm-hmm. like Bryce did it smart. Bryce <laughs> was like, you know what? I could go to SC and get a little bag. Right. But then they would like it would have to be a lot more on me and things could go wrong. The SC situation was bad though. Yeah, they and things that. can go wrong. Coaching, yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. I go to a team that's things are always going right. Right. And all I gotta do is just do my job. Right. Everything right. else is handy. That's a way better situation to throw a lot of money at because you know the machine behind it is going to support you as insurance. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to give Bryce a million dollars after they haven't seen Jalen, Tua, Mac Jones. This is just like betting at that point. It's like, okay, I'll put the odds on. I'll put a million on Bryce and win the Heisman. That's really what the NIL was. Right. I just got a million your win because I'm just seeing the seeing the dominoes. Max should have won it. You gonna win it. I know y'all gonna be nice, so y'all gonna be in a championship position. <laughs> so I got I'll let I'll sign Bryce for a million. That's an easy, 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 easy business transaction. Now giving eight million to Nico Ima Valida, oh it's a little different. I'm yeah. squeezing my pockets a little tighter. Yeah. Because Tennessee, through history so far, could be trash the next couple of years. Just because that's just how they are. They just be just trash. It just wouldn't be worth a darn. Or Nico's got to be that guy. Yeah. A lot more room for air. Yeah. So I think if you're going to do it, do it the way A.D. Mitchell is doing it. Go get you a championship and then start requesting money in the six-figure, seven-figure range after that as a free agent. (laughs) Notre Dame faces three of the top ten Heisman contenders, according to Bet Online. They released their top 20 bets for the Heisman in 2023. Drake May is first, five and one. Caleb Williams, second at plus 550. And then coming in at seventh is Kyle McCord, Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, Kyle McCord. These odds are, man, he might as well throw Sam Hartman in there. 200 to one. Sam Hartman came in sixth. Yep. You might have, that's how we're doing it. At plus 1200. Bo Nix is at plus 1200. Michael Penix Jr., I would have him at plus 1,000, but he's at plus 1,200. Jordan Travis is at plus 1,000. Oh, from Utah? No, from Florida. I'm sorry, from FSU. Now, I'll give you a good value bet just to take. Just throw some money at. I'll give you two. One would be J.J. McCarthy. You getting plus four thousand? That's dude. He's not more talented than Drake May or oh, Kevin Williams, but so he's not you winning know, the Heisman. Michigan is probably going to run through the Big Ten. He's not more talented. It's the same C.J. Stroud uh, argument. 
Caleb Williams is not winning back to back. You already know that. I'm saying JJ McCarthy's not more talented than CJ. I mean, than uh, Caleb or Drake May. I agree with that. But Drake May wasn't in New York this year. So I think because of that, you'll see that he'll he might be there, but he's not gonna win it, even if they go undefeated. I'm just saying at four thousand, man, go ahead and put a little something on that. Who knows what can happen? Spencer Rattler's at plus four thousand. Dude, the skill position two skill position players made the list. Both of those players are for play for Ohio State. Ooh. Travion Henderson and Marvin Harrison. You need to put Penn State's running back on there before Travion Henderson. Nick, yeah, I would I would definitely put Nicholas Singleton up there. That's a good call left. Or uh the running back for or the athlete running back from Ole Miss. He's nice. Yeah. The freshman? Yeah. He's real nice. Yeah. Yeah, but 40 to 1 for JJ McCarthy. That's... Man, hey, they got Ty Simpson from Alabama at 40 to 1. Well, Alabama quarterbacks are just going to be placed on there today. Stop being good. And Blake Corn, he almost, if he didn't get hurt, he might have ended up in New York anyway this year. He's at 33 to 1. Very interesting, bro. Your boy Jaden Daniels is at 20 to 1. Joe Milton is at 20 to 1. Drew Aller is 25 to 1. Quint Ewers is 25 to 1. Cade Klubnick is 25 to 1. And both quarterbacks vying for the starting position at Georgia, Brock Vandergriff and Carson Beck, are both right behind Cade Klubnick. One is at 28 to 1, and Carson Beck is at 33 to 1. Brock Vandergriff, I heard of that. Yeah, he's at 28 to 1. I don't think they give it to Caleb in consecutive years. Drake May can't lose more than two games, in my opinion. Yeah, Drake May got to be in the playoffs deep. Yeah, he has to win games. He can't go like he's not going to be eight and four in his schedule. Yeah. Yeah, and the team should be better this year than they were last year, especially defensively. Your boy Bo Nix. Uh, Sam Hartman has a chance, bro, to get to New York. Oh, to get to New York? Yeah, yeah. Tommy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So, you didn't get a chance to talk about this. What do you think about the schedule release? Give me your give me your, your your record, your early record, and then give me the games that you look at and you say, mm, we know the three big games, but mm, this game right here might be just one of those weeks Notre Dame really doesn't play well but still, ha- still has to find a way to win. So looking at the schedule right now, I see us beating Navy because I think we'll just have, we just have more talent, more experience. Mm-hmm. And I think we've learned from last year. Tennessee State, we're just trying to, you know, that's a GC game. We're just trying to be charitable to 
programs that need funding. So that's like a celebrity game. So we might have a bunch of old Notre Dame, you know, come out. We should treat that like the Harlem Globetrotters and the Generals. It should be bring your kids, $5 tickets for the kids, you know, make it real fan worthy. Because mm-hmm. I think it's more of a, a charitable Make-A-Wish Foundation game. So we should win that. NC State for the third game, we should win that. They don't have their quarterback, Devin Leary. Um, we should we should take care of business. Central Michigan is one of those teams where it's like, all right, we shouldn't be letting them hang around. I like their coaching staff and what they do over there. Um, but they also lost their quarterback from uh, the transfer portal, too, who I thought was pretty solid. I don't know if he got picked up anywhere, but we should handle that. But that'll be a, a good game. So right now we're 4-0. Ohio State, I think we have a better quarterback. So I'm saying we beat them at home. It'll be a night game. We should treat them like how we did Clemson last year at home. So that's 5-0 and through September. Duke, we should win, even though they're a better team than they were last year, I think. They'll come together more, but they just don't have enough talent. Uh, so that puts us at 6-0. and uh, Louisville, uh, they got a new coach. You know, they're going to have their version of Charlie Jones over there uh, from Purdue. So uh, hopefully in the first year, in the first year program, especially at a program like Louisville, he needs probably two or three years before they really get going. So I think we smacked them upside the head one time. So that's what? That's 8 0. No, I mean, sorry, that's not 8 0. That's 7 0. SC, that's the game that's going to determine, I think, a lot of where we seed in the playoffs and also uh, award games. That's your, uh, your trophy game. So if Sam Hartman's in any competition of winning the championship, I mean, I'm sorry, of winning the. Uh, Heisman, this is the game to do it. Uh, we owe him one, and he's coming to the cold. You know, let's see how he does in the cold. So I got us. I'm still split decision on that. We go into a bye week. We come out and play a tough Pitt team. I think Pitt's going to be tough like usual, but we should win that game. Then we got Clemson. I think Clemson's going to come out a lot tougher than last year. It's not going to be a blowout, but – it's going to be a game that we have to redeem from 2015. So those two games right there, I'm still split on. So right now, and then we owe Stanford one at the end of the season, but it's always hard for us to play in California at the end of the season for whatever reason. And then Wake Forest, I think that's Sam Hartman's revenge game. And you know how we treat teams of teams that we take their players from. So right now I got us at 10-2 and two with, us, with me still deciding on those last two games. Easily can be eleven and one. We have to be able to be two and three in our two and three in our three biggest games of Ohio State, Clemson, and USC. We got to win two of them. Uh, I think we can, as a true fan and believer, I think we can be eleven and one. As a biased fan and believer, I think we can go undefeated. And as a lucky lefty podcast, I think we can go. Um, 10 and 2, but if we hot during the year, I think we can be 11 and 1 going into the playoffs. And that's just being Aaron on the side of 
I don't know the transfers. We still got transfers after the spring. Mm-hmm. We got a lot that goes in the fall camp and then obviously the season. So I got to wait a little closer. All right. Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, all of our great content. Don't forget about it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We greatly appreciate it. We spend it different. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yesterday, I asked the question left. Will Sam Hartman be a top five quarterback in college football in 2023? Yes, because we have a top five scoring offense. Before, before that, I want you to give your top five quarterbacks. Well, you already answered the question, but go ahead. What's your top five quarterbacks in 2023? You got Sam Hartman. You got Caleb Williams, the Heisman runner. I like Jaden Daniels. I think he came back for a reason uh, to be special. Um, and coming back, my last two, I like Jordan Travis. I wish we had Florida State on the schedule. I think that would be the other, the fourth team that makes sense, obviously, but it would be great if we played next year, because they're supposed to be a top 10 team next year. Mm-hmm. So I got Florida State on my radar. Um, and then whoever the starter is at Alabama, I think that'll be the interesting transition of them not having what we know of yet, that that next generational quarterback that comes through there. So I think they're going to be the lead horse, as always, starting the season. And so whoever they got is going to be a top guy. Uh, by the end of the season, eat two. Yeah, I got Sam Hartman on my list. I had him sixth or seventh in that range. I didn't have him top five because I felt like Drake May and Caleb were. Oh, I forgot about Drake May. Sorry. Yeah, Drake May. I probably put Drake May in the Alabama quarterback. Obviously, I wouldn't think I forgot Drake May. Obviously, Drake May, him and Caleb Williams, the top one or two quarterbacks next year. Yeah. I. Clearly, don't don't know how I forgot, but yeah, yeah, he's in my top five. I think Michael Penix is going to double up and have another fantastic season. Only reason why I don't season. think Michael Penix is going to be top five is because in, I I really like the Pac-12 quarterback show, and so it'd be interesting to see how he wins it in the conference. 
and translate that because well, the playoffs is the next year, but you know. Jaden Daniels is very interesting. One of the things I did say left is that each and every year in college football, we have one or two quarterbacks that come out of nowhere. Like Hendon Hooker last year. Like we didn't yeah. see Hendon Hooker coming like that. Could Joe well, Milton do the Tennessee same thing? Sure. Right. Could Joe Milton do that with Josh Heifel's system at Tennessee? Could he be the next one to do it? Uh, Spencer Sanders, what does he do with Ole Miss? You know, that's a question. If he can start. If he can start. There's always one or two. Jaden Daniels might be one of those ones that just really takes it to the next level at LSU. He definitely has talented wide receivers. You know, coaching. I think Denbrock is going to be there now. Denbrock is at LSU, right? He's already there, right? So you 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 spoken highly of Ben Brock to me. So he can only make Jaden Daniels better. And I think Jaden Daniels is there for the conference, not the coaching staff. That's facts. That's facts. It was an upgrade going from Arizona State to LSU, upgrading talent at the skill positions as well. And then look, to be honest. You know, just opportunities for guys like Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr. to really just double up and see if they can stack consecutive years. Yeah, Bo Nix, you know, Bo Nix can change the narrative on him from being a inconsistent guy to a quarterback that can be a nice backup in the league somewhere in a couple of years. Uh, just being consistent and put – but he's going to put up some good numbers because he's at – you know, Oregon, which is uh, a school that likes to mislead a lot of fans out there as well, thinking they're pretty good and they get to the postseason and, you know, lay an egg, literally. So I think for Bo Nix, he's in a really good position for it. For a quarterback in college football, that's where you want to be. You're going to put up numbers. He's going to win the clutch or he's going to put up performances like he did against Georgia in the beginning of the season. So that's Malik's top five quarterbacks in college football in 2023. Don't forget Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Matter of fact, go to YouTube right now. If you haven't, smash that like button for us. Make sure you follow us, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell every time we post something or go live. You'll know. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We come back or next up, Shall I say, left gives his top five offenses in 2023. And assuming that Sam Hartman will be the starting quarterback, how much is Notre Dame going to pass with the offensive line and running backs they have? We'll talk about that next on the Lucky Lefty podcast. We spend it different.